Hello. Oh, I can hear oh, so. I can hear you. So you're you're softer than soft though. Okay, hang on. Let Not me turn me up. She sounds great. Yeah. All right, I'll turn. Oh wait, no, sir. No, hang on. Play with your headphones. <laughs> there you go. Okay, now I got you guys way too loud. Let's Sorry. turn it down. Foster. Hi. Hi. Well, that okay. was good. I'm like, I've never, ha- I've had podcasts canceled because of audio issues, but I've never canceled one because I couldn't make the calls. That was my driving nuts if we had to do that. Yeah. All right. Yeah, sound. Sound is good. <laughs> Poor Jen. I She's know. terrible. No. I can't imagine having a vicious migraine while trying to teach piano lessons and like take care of two kids. All right, we're going live here. Wouldn't happen. I can, because I go to school with migraines and teach 18 preschoolers. Oh. And she's still so chipper. Welcome to the live stream. Thank you for bearing with us. In seven years of podcasting, I have never had to cancel a podcast because I couldn't make a phone call. That's That was going to be the first, and I was very bummed. I'm glad we got everything working here. Now, we have a great show tonight. We're not going to start the show because Bob has a new intro, and Bob's not here until later in the show. But he's due a little past nine, right? He's due a little past yep. nine, our, our time. So for him, time. it's it's still light out, I think. I don't know. It's pretty dark here. It's dark it? there. And, and possibly snowing. It snowed on me oh, at work. I'm well, it's not snowing in California. Is that correct? No, it wouldn't be snowing at Bob's, but it's snowing here. Okay. Or yeah. it's possibly snowing here. I'm jealous. I want snow. Yeah, okay. I was going to ask you about that. We've I'm been sorry. getting a lot of rain. It's been, it's been very rainy. It's like Seattle. Oh, dear. But, and you it's know, weird because it's, Fraser it's Crane. gotten pretty cold. I mean, to the point where if it's 35 in the morning, it's like balmy. I mean, it feels good, but like... That's what we're no going to say often, Bobby. There hasn't been any snow. Bobby's not a very popular word. Now, we're going to do a couple <laughs> things in this podcast. Um, two major events that have happened. It's been weeks since we've done this, actually. Two major things that have happened in the entertainment world are the 50th anniversary episode of Doctor Who, The Dead of the Doctor, and the Walking Dead uh, season finale, uh, which the name of which escapes me at the moment. It's like two close enough to and to something someone hopefully will know the name of the of the walking dead season finale uh now when bob gets here we're going to talk about the walking dead season finale but bob is still on season one of doctor who and uh the day of the doctor takes place uh very 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 far after season one now the interesting thing is sue is on season six of doctor who wow sue finished season six did she really so in three days now now, we're going to just say this. This episode will spoil Doctor Who uh, yes. through the day of the Doctor. We're, we're apparently not going to spoil season seven is apparently the only thing we're not going to spoil of Doctor Who. But, yeah. the, but the end and the beginning and everything up to season seven, we're going to spoil. Wait, does Sue want to know this? She's already seen Day of the Doctor. She's seen Day of the Doctor. She just hasn't seen the, the, the preceding season. Okay. Now, um, the first thing which I want to say is Sue the other day sent me a holy shit message. I'm like, what is it, Sue? <laughs> And I, I hope you look into your spoiler space. She was like, River Song is Melody Bond? I'm like, well, just wait till like you got five minutes into the next episode, too. She's like, all right, holy shit! I love that because I sent Ryan holy shit and I got this question mark, question mark back. And I'm like, um, I'm watching this. And it was literally for everything else, I have watched an hour in bed at night before I go to sleep. And I went and watched the day of the doctor at my brother's a second time on, um, cause he has dish on or demand or whatever it is. So I can see it down there. And I was so enthused about it that I literally took my 
fire over to the house. And instead of editing podcasts like I usually do in the morning, I watched it. And I watched it during while washing eggs. And I watched it during everything else I was supposed to be doing. And I finished the entire season in three days. Well, it's so entirely Aww. epic, yeah, it's so good. especially Jane the Doctor. Now, the interesting thing I want to just ask Sue is Sue finished uh, the wedding of River Song. Then, what mm-hmm. do you think of the question hidden in plain sight? Hidden in plain sight. Well, I had a feeling that that was what it was, mm-hmm. and um, but having gone back in the last couple of days and listened to a whole bunch of the Doctor Who podcast that you guys did, yep. I have noticed that. I don't ask nearly enough questions well, or think think yeah. deep enough thoughts about the whole thing. Well, I was actually but, talking to a, a, a woman I, I work with. Well, I don't actually, I, I, we call each other every couple months uh, through work, and she called me a couple of months ago before my trip, and I mentioned I was going to Cardiff, and she's like, are you a John Barrowman fan? And that's like the no, that's like the moment when you realize you've like tripped over a Papuanian, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> it's, like uh-huh. it's a Torchwood uh, fan. Ryan, I, I'm sorry. Oh, no. You did know. not. You did not click the button that adds my voice. Please click the button to add my voice. I'd like to welcome yeah. Sue to the podcast. <laughs> we all remember Sue. Um, just, <laughs> to, just, to, uh, just to resume with what... Uh, now, here's the question. Did they know that Sue wasn't here the whole time? That's kind of what I'm well, they've been telling me. They've been telling me. Well, they can tell that you're you're listening and answering my questions. So I, I could just uh, be schizophrenic, though. Is that correct? That, that's yeah. possible. Okay. Now, the, uh, what we've yeah. missed from Sue is that she has watched season six of Doctor Who, and she thought she knew the question. If you've seen uh, the the wedding of River Song, it, it ends with <clears throat> uh, the reveal of the question, which I thought <clears throat> was very neat because on Moffat. Steve Moffat's version of Doctor Who, which is season five and on, usually they propose questions, but they don't answer them very frequently. So the fact that right. we actually heard what the question was, th- th- mm-hmm. there's um, another piece from the blue headed guy, right? From the blue headed guy. And like, that's the piece throughout it too. It's, it's, they always tease you. What's the doctor's name? They never mm-hmm. actually tell you or they never, mm-hmm. you know, or they, they tell you like in a, in a cute way. So you don't actually hear it. it, it right. it's, it's so that they gave us the question and the question, and I'm going to do this off the top of my head here was um, it, the, the silence is a religious order that worships the question, and it's the question that is hidden in plain sight that must mm-hmm. never be answered. Answered. Asked, asked or asked answered. And answered. Asked right. and answered. And then there is, uh, I, I forget, there's another piece. It almost sounds like a prophecy. It's on the fields of mm-hmm. Trenzalore at the, fall of the que- uh, at the fall of the 11th. A question um, will be asked and answered, and silence will fall. And the right. question is, Doctor Who? Doctor Who. Which I think is fantastic. Is Which well, is literally uh, something that has been hiding in plain, in plain sight the entire... Yes. Well, it's right. interesting. It was great. We actually watched um, Adventures of, in Space and Time, which is the... Um, it's a it's starring Filch as oh, uh, William Hartnell good. playing the first Doctor, and it's about how they got the show off the ground. And from the very beginning, they called him Doctor Who. Like, it's his surname. And, they, mm-hmm. and like he, the little kids wrote letters to Uncle Who... And for like the first twenty years of the show, in the uh, credits, it was Dr. Period Who, like like Doctor Who, and, and right. that's not what it's supposed to be. And I get aggravated when people do that, but I can't really blame them because the show did it for twenty years. Mm-hmm. But it's actually interesting to hear it proposed as you know Doctor Who. That that's the question: Who is this person that we've been following right. for fifty years? So I thought that that piece of it was awesome as well. That little movie was actually excellent. Yeah, if I, I like teared up a little at the end, well, he, which I wasn't expecting because yeah, I don't it, know much about Will, William Hartnell. William Hartnell playing uh, the first Doctor um, and how mm-hmm. it was really good. I recommend it. Yeah, um, it's it's awesome, and it does. The thing you don't know about, I never realized about the show either, is that um, 
I'm blanking on her last name, but her first name is Verity, and she was one of the producers of Doctor Who. And she's working in 1963 at the BBC as the producer of a television show. And she's a woman at the same time, which was not very common then. And she was no. an inexperienced woman uh, to boot. So mm. that part of it was very interesting, too. But anyway, um, Day of the Doctor. I have to say one thing about this. Yes. You guys really missed out. I know. The theater. The theater. The theater was amazing. It's, it's, I remember I went to uh, see when they did the first season of The Next Generation on Blu-ray. They they showed two episodes in the theaters. Mm-hmm. We had a fantastic Well, time. you go there and you walk in the lobby of the theater. It's like a Monday and night. Tuesday and night. And everybody you know, was dressed you up. You know right away who's going to see Star Trek. It's everyone who has the Enterprise uh-huh. T shirts on. And you, and you walk right. over and it's like... Yeah, so I, I really wish I was able to do it, but it, it just it wasn't going to happen, and Danielle doesn't like the 3D anyway, and it's just... Well, they actually played it, at least in our theater, they played it in 2D as well. Okay. Um, but the 3D was perfect. Well, I can imagine, especially for the painting scenes that had to have been pay- really awesome. Oh, man, it was so cool. I was in that room. Yeah. I was in I know. I was in, well, we went to the theater. <laughs> if, if you're a Who fan, I said this last episode, uh, the, the, um, the Cardiff, you, now, was it the, the Cardiff Art Museum? I forget the actual name. Oh, wow. Um, mm-hmm. it's seen a few episodes of the show. It's the, um, oh, now Sue will know. It's the, um, museum where Amy Pond's, little Amy Pond goes and finds the Pandorica. Yes. It's, uh, when they bring, uh, oh, what the heck's his name? Um, Vincent Van Gogh. When Van Gogh. They, <laughs> they, they cling on, they bring Van Gogh. When they go to like the, the, yeah. Yeah, when I they bring, I think that was one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, remember, really... remember he's, they're walking up the stairs and the doctor stops <laughs> and like mimics it, like that, it's in there. That's where that room is. It's actually in Cardiff, but I thought that was awesome. I, I love the, be- you know what? I never even think about it. I love the beginning when Unit picks up the TARDIS and carries it across. Yeah. London, I thought that, or, or Back to the tower. The tower of London. I thought that was cool too. And, that, and what I really loved about it, it was a very epic episode. And I, I never watched the old show. I've seen literally three episodes of it, which I've enjoyed. I tried to watch more, but I really wasn't able to do it. I just couldn't stomach it. But the original show, um, what, what they did in this episode, which I thought was great, is that they had so many homages to the original show and so many connections to the original mm-hmm. show. Um, just off the top of my head, in the first episode of, ever of Doctor Who, uh, the Doctor's granddaughter is enrolled in local school, and two of her teachers are concerned about her, so they follow her home the address that she put on her ID, which is actually a junkyard, and it's the Foreman <laughs> Junkyard, and they, they call her Susan Foreman because they think it's her surname, and at the junkyard is parked the TARDIS, and in the first episode, in the, in the beginning of the day of the Doctor, you see the sign for the junkyard, you see the school, mm-hmm. right? the original companion, Ian Chesterton, the actor of whom is the real-life father of Dean Thomas, by the way, uh, is listed <laughs> as the headmaster. Um, we have the end of the, of the movie, which I thought was great. The, the curator is played right. by Tom Baker, the fourth doctor. You he have, was great. uh, the, the, the companion of the third, I believe only the third doctor. No, the second and the third doctor was, uh, oh, uh, playing, uh, the break, uh, Brigadier. Oh, um, uh, um Gordon, uh, I'm a horrible, horrible <laughs> fan. But he, it was the break. Is, you is knew what Sarah his name when we were watching it. I did. I, I, I knew his name off the top of my head. And it's his daughter who is now, you know, at unit. And it's just all these, uh, all these connections to the old show. And, and you're, you're back Gallifrey again. And I think the most epic thing is my, my favorite yeah, moment. Gordon. Gordon left. Left Bridge Stewart. Left Bridge Stewart. Uh, the actor from passed away, and it, they actually referenced it in the episode you just saw, Sue, uh, the last one with Craig. Uh, right. Oh, time. I love him too. Right. I love Craig. 
Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is interesting too because I know Sue was like responding to comments I made on um on the podcast when we were on uh, Pokeport Exchange when we were going through Doctor Who. And mm-hmm. like I'm like, well, that actually never happened to. She's like, well, you said it did. I'm like, I did. I'm like, it must have happened. Then I just must not remember. <laughs> um, but uh, the most epic moment I think for me in all of Doctor Who was the end of. Let's see if I can get the episode title right. It was the last episode of the fourth season. I, I they blur in my mind. It was the end of time. It's it's the last episode of the fourth season. It's the one where it's, it's John Noble's final episode as a regular companion. Companion. Okay. Um, is it parting the weight? No, it's not parting the weight. That was season one. I'm, I'm terrible. At this. Wait, are you talking turn left? No, the one after turn left. Oh. It's the one where um where where all the companions fly the TARDIS and Earth back. Oh, I and know. I'm bad just, with episode titles. It I was never such remember. just an awesome, awesome, epic, epic moment to just see everyone in the TARDIS at the same time bringing Earth home and and the children of of yeah. I know what they called the um they called the. The companions were the children of time or something like that. They had like a name for them. It was, it was well, that would epic. make sense. I mean, and I think that it was actually outdone in Day of the Doctor that moment where Gallifrey is standing on 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 a cusp of, of going down, mm-hmm. and you just see Ten say, "Well, I've, been, I've had a long time to work on it. I've been working on it, you know, for a very long time." For and then you time. see the first Doctor arrive with a bunch of Tardises behind him, and then you hear Matt Smith, "I've been working on this all my lives." Yeah, right. And it's all of the Doctor. Well, it's funny all because of them. That it's was called actually, Journey's End. That was actually like the one line. That I didn't like the delivery, and I love Matt Smith, like, love him. But when he was like, actually, you might say I've been working on it all my life, I was like, really? Did they make him just say that? It was kind of, it was a little I campy. loved it. It was it hammy. Was it was hammy. Campy. Well, I did, like, this, some episodes I haven't liked his delivery on some lines. But right honestly, now, but I, I love was, Matt Smith. He's by far my favorite doctor. He, he is my doctor, he's my too. doctor, so. I'm not really yeah. going to criticize him too much because I love him, but. Well, now yeah, that is fine. But I got your, your episode titles. So, um, 11 is Turn Left, yep. 12 is Stolen Earth, yep. 13 is Journey's End. Journey's End is the one I was talking about. And then End of I, I love the, the interaction with, with uh, 10 and 11. Oh, they were so much fun together. When they, well, I when love they, when, they, when they, they, had their, they had their glasses on, and they're like, oh! Oh, yeah. <laughs> you still do that. Yeah. Well, I love it when the when the war doctor comes out and says, "Oh, can, could you point me in the direction of the doctor?" And they just stare at him. Are you his companions? <laughs> oh, so funny! And I love how grumpy he was because the thing about the doctor is he he started out as a grumpy old man. He had a lot of William Hartnell in him yeah. because it's the thing where Geronimo, Alonzi, oh for God's sake, Scalafray <laughs> stands. He's like an old man with a party hat on. This is supposed to be. Uh-huh. The delivery that I thought just, was, was amazing. And, oh, and I loved it when they were all in jail and she opens the door and she's like, three of you in here and none of you tried the door? <laughs> He's like, well, it was supposed to be locked. And that was a very undoctorish uh, thing to do. But mm-hmm. yeah, I thought, I mean, the, know what it is too. Everyone, sometimes a stupid thing will ruin an experience for me. And usually it's when I'm not remembering something correctly. So what, you're saying it's your own fault? That's, it's my own fault. Like at them. the at the episode, I believe it was the end of time. Super help me out. It's the last um, episode with the tenth Doctor. Immediately, it's the last TV movie before the the fifth season, and the, I I took it that they were making a giant retcon in oh. um, in the canon, but I believe I may have been misinterpreting it. When we start off uh, season one with the ninth Doctor, he has destroyed Gallifrey and he has destroyed the Daleks. And then when you get to the final journey of the 10th Doctor, you find out they're actually time-locked. 
So they're all still there. So I had this mistaken impression that he actually didn't kill all the Time Lords. I had the impression that he just put them into this frozen hell almost where they could never escape Mm -hmm. and they were bottled up. So my response was, okay, if Gallifrey is out there somewhere, we don't know where it is. Well, isn't it where you left it last time? But I don't think I was correct. (laughs) So that was what was bothering me. I'm like, well, the question is, do you destroy it or not destroy it? Shouldn't we take into account the fact that maybe you never destroyed it in the first place? And that, that was just bothering me. But then I remembered yeah. um, when the Time Lord president is battling the Tenth Doctor, he uh, and and he's and the Tenth Doctor says back into the Time War. The president says you'll die with me. So what I think happened was he did kill the Time Lords, he did kill the Daleks, he did do everything he said he did, but he put a walk around it to prevent anyone from going back and undoing it. So they were all going back into that time lock, and they were all going to die anyway. He just put a bubble around their deaths. Well. That made more sense to me. But it bothered me watching it because I wasn't getting... But then, yeah, there was Tennant's line about that. Ten, ten. Well, he had... that, And I liked that because he had the line in there at the very end saying this event is time-locked. Right, and then um, Bad Wolf kind of winked because Bad Wolf was was enabling it. And I thought it was... My, one of my favorite lines is it's a, it's a, either a million million Daleks or a billion billion Daleks. <laughs> and if they knew there were three of us here, they would have called for reinforcements. They would have, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I thought that was great. And just like the joy washing over the war doctor when he realizes he doesn't have to do it. At first, I thought it was great because 10 and 11 were going to stand there with him and do it with him. He yeah, didn't have to do it alone. Do it mm-hmm. And then they found a way to save Gallifrey. And I was thinking about this. I'm like, okay, the show's been on the air for eight years now already. We have seven seasons. We had a season of movies. And especially when Moffat took over, he, he had the story of Amy Pond, the girl who waited the cracks in the universe. Then we had River Song. And then we had, um, you're going to meet a new companion, uh, in the seventh season. And she's right. going to have a mystery behind her. You, Clara, she's going to have a mystery behind her, which is actually solved by the point mm-hmm. that you, I love Clara. That you, um, see her. Yeah, for- the, the person that I went with said, I'm so sorry you didn't get a chance to meet her because she is great. But well, I got to see her in the 50th. So that was cool. Right. But there, there's her. a whole, what it is, is there's a whole story with her. There's a whole mm-hmm. mystery to her character that it's completely solved by the time that you get to her. So you actually weren't spoiled on the end of a story. This is basically Clara 2.0. This is Clara with the mystery solved. And there's actually, to the best of my knowledge, there is no reference to the mystery in The Day of the Doctor. So you're actually not even no, spoiled at all. No, I, I wasn't spoiled on anything with that. But the thing is, is that yeah, she's, you have yeah. to shake it up because we've had seven seasons, eight seasons of the madman in the box flying mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you you need a new direction. Moffat, I think, is near nearer the end of his reign than the beginning. And where is the show going to go? <laughs> you've got a new doctor coming out. You've got maybe a new new writing staff. You know, Clara is still going to be there, but maybe you'll have new companions. You have to have a new direction to take it. So bringing back Gallifrey, I think, is a huge step towards that. Gives that a new direction. Well, the thing was, with the, the reason they took it away in the first place was it was hokey. It they needed they needed to do the same thing. They needed to, to shake things up, so they took it away. Mm. Now I think they need to shake things up and maybe they need to bring, bring it, back. it back. So I, yeah. I think that, that was that was a really cool thing. But I, I can't even say how much I loved the entire thing. I know Jen loved it. It was, it was epic. And sometimes you, you know what it is? The last few Christmas specials, because I think you've seen most of them now. Mm-hmm. We had the one with Gambin. That one 
one was good. And then there, then there was. I, I don't know that I saw that one because you kept talking about Gambin, and I kept thinking I don't remember Gambin. Yeah, I think you missed so the Christmas. Christmas that, 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 that was the. It was a Christmas Carol. Um, yeah, it, it, it that one was with the, uh, Amy and Rory. There was a Christmas special, and then there was another one. It was like the line, the wish in the wardrobe. They were talking trees, as I recall. Yeah, you know what it is. That well, one was watching okay. those. I j- and then there was another one with uh, Clara. And you know what it is? I don't remember much of them. They they yeah. they weren't bad, but the plot didn't grab me. And there were some character moments, but I was balancing my checkbook. It, it wasn't yeah. really hooking me. But right. this hooked the hell out of me. This was it was so epic and so well done, and they and they respected the, the past of the show. It, it was it, it was epic. It, it, it was so cool. So you're so you're gonna now the most interesting thing. Just as this is a little um, Easter egg for Sue here. What happened? Obviously, you know we're gonna have a new Doctor at Christmas, and the one thing about the show is nothing huge is a secret. So when a new companion is coming. You know everything about her before mm. before they air. We knew all about Clara before um, Amy and Rory left the show. We, we, it, it's just the way it is. It's, it, it's mm-hmm. just the reality of Doctor Who. Now, what happened was we were told by the point that you're at now, maybe even right. before then, that you will. Um, we're going to start season seven. We're going to do, I think, six episodes, five episodes, six episodes, seven episodes. And then we're going to break for the Christmas special, and then we're going to do the back five or six. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was announced that the, the the pawn story would be ending at the end of season seven point mm-hmm. and then we mm-hmm. would meet our new companion Clara in the uh, Christmas special. Okay. And what happened was the the actress actually appears in the first episode of season seven, and the episode was screened to a bunch of people. Who all had smartphones, who all had right. Twitter, and it was out there that, you know, they lied. Clara's actually going to be in the first episode of season seven. Mm. And they said, please don't leak it. What? And nobody leaked it. When right. the episode came on air, it was like, holy shit, because people did not <clears throat> expect amazing, to see her. But, and no one did Most it. People but, like totally leak that. Well, and here's what, um, the one of the, the girls, because I was in the theater, and it was really fun because I, I had my brand new Doctor Who shirt, mm-hmm. and I walked in, and somebody was like, ooh, I like your shirt. And I was like, oh, thanks. And, you know, we saw him like three or four times walking up and down the theater rows and talking. And the lady, there was a lady in front of us who had handmade herself a TARDIS dress. Nice. That was really cool, and she had this little bobble headband with the light on it that actually mm-hmm. lit up. So she was great. And then as we walked out, Rose was there. <laughs> like totally fully. It was, oh my God, that's Rose. And I happened to be behind her and somebody said, how did you know? And she said, I found a promo shot before I came and I was able to duplicate it. Oh, it's bad. Wolf. Oh, wow. And bad so wolf. she wow. came. All right. A bad wolf, however you want to say it. But that's how she, I mean, and she was Perfect. And people were like stopping her and asking for their picture with her and everything. And she ended up going to, we went out for coffee afterwards and she was in the restaurant, like two booths behind us. And the, um, manager at the restaurant came over and he's like, he was just giddy bouncing. And he said, are you guys coming or going? And we said, we just saw it. He was like, did you like it? And we said, yeah. (laughs) She's like, 
everybody in here tonight has been getting ready to go to it. You're the first people that's been here that have actually seen it. Can I stay and talk to you for a few minutes? And we're like, well, you're the manager. As long as you're not getting yourself in trouble. And it was really funny because he was going on and on about how much he liked this companion and that companion. And the two people I was with had just told me that they hated that companion. Aww. What um, companion? Um, I can't remember. Um, Bob is here, so we're going to have to stop talking about this. Yeah. And we'll, we'll get you, he's, he's calling you. Um, he's in the Pokemon Trainer Bob account. <laughs> oh, my God. How many Bobs are there? He, he's still dressed as as Caden, so um, Hold hopefully on, you can find. Is it the he's, is it the Caden one? Am I calling the Caden one? I I think so, but what it says, yeah, Caden Doctor Trust, and then he changed it. So yeah, call the Caden one. All right, we're gonna call the Caden one. I just want to close on Doctor Who. I can't wait for Sue to get into um, season seven. I'm not a huge fan of um, the way in which the the pawns depart the show. I think it was kind of. No, I like the, the the writing. I think Moffat wrote himself into a knot trying mm. to do it. Oh, I, oh yeah. Oh, I, I, I do. Enough, yeah. Yeah, I do. I do really, really love um, what Clara brings to the show. I think the strongest think episodes. Excellent, Will Eleven. The strongest episodes of the show are, um, I think, the the finale of season seven, which leads into Day of the Doctor, and mm-hmm. um, I just have nothing but good things to say. It's you no, know it is. It's to do an epic episode that totally respects everything that came before it and just tells a, a, a wonderful story and does it simulcast to the entire world in mm-hmm. theaters. It was such an event. And I, I just think it was absolutely, absolutely fantastic. So I'm really excited that Sue's caught up. <laughs> now we're going to. Uh, he said, just a minute, be right back. Uh, <laughs> of course he did. So. Hi. All right. Let's, what we're, you know, we're going to do now. Back. What we're gonna do now, we're gonna get, um, we're gonna get Bobo in here, and we are going oh. to discuss, uh, the Walking Dead finale episode, the title of which Sue okay. will research for me. And, uh, okay. And, um, I have something to say about yeah. that before you guys get into it, but okay. I, I will wait for Bob to be here. Okay. Now, the, the one thing I want to say is, I really loved the last podcast that we did, um, where Jen, you know, walks us through her thoughts on fan fiction now and, and, and the changes that have had happens in fan fiction and stuff. And we were talking about in that episode about how all of us have similar somethings inside of us that make us fan fiction lovers and make us people who'd like to do this podcast and make us friends. It's, it's whatever binds us together. And I really feel like when we talk about the types of things that we'd like, <laughs> Oh God, Uh-oh. you're becoming a Dalek. You're becoming oh, a Dalek. No. Exterminate. Exterminate. I'm like, I'm like, wondering, I'm like, I hope it's better. I didn't think that that was better. You're okay. It wasn't that fun. I'm sorry. I mean, we were. It wasn't that fun. It was actually very dry. I found. Anyway, I am convinced that the type of show that we all like, The Walking Dead, fits perfectly in that mold. So, for anyone who's watching this who isn't a fan of The Walking Dead, there is absolutely no reason you should be listening to a Harry Potter podcast and not be a fan of The Walking Dead. (laughs) That is my thing for the evening. And with Um, that, we are adding. Bobo says he is. He is gear. It's kind of like here, only not quite. He's gear. He typoed it. Uh oh. Uh oh. Oh no. Okay. All right. Um, Headphone thing is very sensitive. I'm very sensitive. All right. We're adding Bobo or one of the Bobos or whomever to the call. It's ringing. It's It's ringing. He's not answering. That means it's like ringing in the other room. Uh oh. And Bobo just fell off his chair. (laughs) He's Bob. Yo, Bob. Bob. Bro. Hey guys, how's it going? How are you? Oh, how are you doing, Bob? 
Wow, I just clicked on here and I got full on Caden Darkcrest face. Oh, Hi, Caden. Aren't you lucky? <laughs> Bob, I, I miss am you. lucky. Bob, you're back. Well, I don't know about back. I've Aww. just been busy. Bob's so, been working continuously since you've last heard him on the podcast. You re- yeah, yeah, I basically, when was the last time we podcasted together? Oh, it's been a few It's been, been a while. Yeah, podcasted straight from then through Thanksgiving. Not podcasted, I'm sorry, worked through Thanksgiving. I, that feel, was, that was I can't believe you guys were open on Thanksgiving. Yeah, no, what was fun, as I, being, you know, the little man on the totem pole, is getting to uh, work from 8.30 in the morning until 5.30 in the morning. And then the next day, getting to come back at 4 o'clock in the morning. Bob sounds either Why? very sad or Basically, very my turkey my turkey day consisted of running home, stuffing my face with turkey, and then, I don't know, just because I guess the company I work for is evil. Um, oh, yeah, good, well, apparently turkey doesn't help with sleeping, but anyway, but uh, then, yeah, that weekend was horrible because then I had to go in for an overnight and, yeah, complain, complain, complain. That's terrible. But anyway, I'm, ha- I'm, I'm very happy to be here with you guys and podcasting, and I'm surprised this is working because... When I got home, I found that my home was a con- or the, the area where I normally podcast in had become a part of a construction zone. Uh oh. <laughs> oh no. I do hate that. I can't. Yes. Do you know have any podcasts like, in a strange location, mommy? Because of that problem, I can't remember really. Uh, yeah, yeah, you you are in bed quite often. Well, because we're, we're trying um, to basically, I know. <laughs> no, but uh, basically, you guys would right now be hearing tatunk, tatunk. Thunk, and then a generator turning on, and then thunk, thunk. Well, I'm glad and we're like, not thunking because we we here at, at Point of View Weekly really care about our sound quality. Mm-hmm. Oh, I sound. sound quality. So, Bob, we just talked about the uh, the Doctor Who episode, which you will see in about three years at your current rate of watching. This is true. I'm excited. Now, what episode are we on right now? Before we move to Walking Dead, what, where are you? What are you watching? Uh, in, do- in the Doctor Who watch through. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or um. Very disappointing. I, I'm going to disappoint you all. Uh, I have finished the episode that I was on, and episode three. Correct. <laughs> that's that. Episode three. So I know I'm, so I'm on like, episode he's four. Finish the show in like five years. All right. Now the, the moment it hooked me was actually episode five, episode four and mm-hmm. five, or, or two parts. Yeah, because so like it definitely. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't start off at a strong point. It, it does it, not. It gets better. There's there's trees and they walk around and there's you know moisturize me moisturize me. I have a Doctor Who question that is not a spoiler for Bob, I don't think. Okay. Uh-uh. Where, which old season is, does Sarah Jane come from? Does anybody know? Sarah Jane oh, was, she starts with, uh, she starts with the third Doctor yeah. and she moves okay. on to the fourth. Yeah, she, well, she's most popular with Tom Baker. Right, right. it was Tom Baker and Sarah Jane Smith yeah. and that was kind of the dream yeah. team. Okay, so I, that's the, if I get a chance, those are the that's the next one because I like Sarah Jane. I want to see more of her. Yes. Yeah, I would. Well, say. she actually had her own show as well. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, the Sarah um, Jane Adventure. Yeah, no, sadly, um, Elizabeth Slayton passed away a couple years ago, two years yeah. ago. Um, but she, they did a spinoff show. Um, I actually saw her house. I have pictures. Um, <laughs> called the Sarah Jane Adventures. Yeah. As Daniel mm-hmm. said, and it was basically uh, Sarah Jane. In her robot dog, uh, K9. And yes, some of the, K-9. uh, the, the kids in, in the neighborhood team up and they have adventures and they battle aliens and they, and they do their own thing. Um, it yes, went five it years and I think it's 
she she died of cancer, but it was one of those things where she worked up until like three days before she died and didn't tell anyone she was sick. Uh, okay. So the show just kind of stops, and I think they do a voiceover of her talking, and that's going to be because yeah, she was she was great. She was awesome. Yeah, but yeah, she's um she's back in season um season four, and Bob is actually on a great episode because he I'm sorry fourth Doctor not season four. Um, Bob's on a great episode because it stars uh, or co-stars uh, Eve Miles who plays uh, Gwyneth, who works in the funeral home. And uh, they were so impressed with her, they made her the star of the Doctor Who spinoff. <laughs> oh, The actress, cool. they made the star of the Doctor Who spinoff. Wait, the, the, the one I just finished? The one, yeah, the one yes. I, in, the, in the funeral home. The, uh, mm-hmm. Gwyneth, the girl in the funeral home who... Oh, the one who opened the gate? The one who opened yeah. the gate, um, the actress, yeah. different character, but the actress the plays actress the female back. lead of Torchwood. And uh, there's even and an she's episode. She's got a fantastic Welsh accent. She does, and there's a, there's, she a, does. there's a moment where the doctor meets her character and is like, "Are you from an old Carter family by chance?" So funny. Because he's like, "You're <laughs> like awful familiar." She's got such a great accent. They are kind of hard to understand up in Wales if they, they talk are. like. Yeah. yeah. They're very, they're very funny. It's very complicated. They all say hiya. Mm-hmm. Hiya. Not hello. Hiya. <laughs> yeah, Bob, are are you, because I know you've worked 183 hours a week somehow, which is yes. not very possible. Now, you are caught up on the, on the Walking Dead, is that correct? That is absolutely correct. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, that is the but one show that I will watch. before you talk about Walking Dead, you have to start the intro. Oh, yes, oh, Bob, yeah, we new waited intro. for you. We waited okay. for you, Bob, because you no, said I, you had, I, had something new. I have a new idea, but I kind of wanted all of us to be here for it to work. So we can do it on So okay. I'm going to hold off until the next time we're here. Well, this is Basically, it's more spellcasty, which might cause uh, uh, Ryan to break out in a sweat and a, and a small panic attack. Well, but... I, just, I just need my lines. I need, I need my script. Yes. Yeah. Scripts. Actually, it's just kind of self-fed you. Uh, actually, ironically enough, you, this is kind of ironically a teaser for it, but I, I actually had a dream where we were podcasting. And this was the introduction we did. Yeah. And so I'm, I'm stealing in the introduction from my subconscious version of Point of View Weekly. Because I was it's impressed with my, my, my introduction. No, I'm here with I know. I'm liking this. I'm liking where this is coming from. Come in, Bob. Come in. I think he muted himself. <laughs> I am super excited about the thing I'm going to announce for Potterfic Weekly. I'm sorry, Point of View Weekly tonight. I'll send the podcast, pointofviewweekly.com. <laughs> we don't even remember the name of the show. I am the face of the company. Sue, do the weather. Well, it's fracking hot here today. <laughs> oh my goodness. What? You're going to the woods? <laughs> Is it time for you to become a man? In reality, I'm kind of like Hermione. Brian Holt. Me angry. Shoot, my water broke. Yes, it's hot. I'm not. I'm not down with the lingo. Hot is good. Hot is good means we're live. It means there's sound flowing. We are live, hot, and flowing. <laughs> Do you really want to have a colonoscopy on the air, Ryan? I'm just throwing that out there. Lizzie wrote multiple bobs, but I read that as multiple boobs. I'm very handy. Like, I don't know if you heard me explain football last week. with a phone to call someone to fix it. Yes. I have become absolutely fantastic at doing it with all sorts of tapes. Why are we talking about vaginas in the chat? You brought up fanny packs. It's my vagina pack. I carry everything. Oh. So, uh... <laughs>
Is it like Hermione's magical expanding bag? She can fit everything in. Can we please change the topic? I'm getting upset. I'll be right back. I gotta find some pants. I am severely allergic to latex. Don't ask how I know that, Puffle. I don't hear anything. Yeah, I don't hear anything either. That should seriously be the Puffle motto. I don't hear anything. Hey, that's dark. Are you talking, Ryan? <laughs> this is awesome. I, it's so funny. Ryan comes in like at random points, and it sounds like he's just yelling at random things. I am things. yelling. I'm yelling, Bob. And I realized that I have child locked myself into my car. I'm going to break the door down. Bob sends me a thing. He's like, I think Danielle should be on the podcast more. She makes positive contributions. Please turn the cameras on. Number two, when she's here, you talk less. The bad thing about having your laptop is you're not close enough to actually slap him anymore. Is that correct? Ow! Ow! I'm not speaking a foreign language. Actually, I'm wearing skinny jeans. Skinny jeans. Leo and Jen know each other very well. Jen broke his phone. But he is Lovely. And <laughs> every time I play a Sims game, my character just ends up being born. You believe that Texas should secede from the United States? But no, I don't. So then we just be Mexico again. Why are you trying a piece? Don't say what it is. I'm sending it to you. Okay. Where is this? So, I'm, I'm sorry, I'm just trying to picture Jen in possession of a BB gun. I don't possess one, but I have shot someone with one. Maybe if you could just lean into your left. Hold on, switch to computer. I don't know what that means. <laughs> I didn't know we had a dress code, apparently. <laughs> Not only do we have to be here on time, <laughs> we have to wear You're like odd sounds of me gagging in the background. <laughs> Stop drinking tea. I've never seen a cat do that. He is good to destroy the house. I'm not going to move him with Bob. He's just great white. I still have most of my evening to go. I'm like trying to keep my eyes open and you're like, oh God, I'm going to go to job. Whatever. <laughs> so if you have any questions about relationship type products or whatnot. Products. <laughs> products. <laughs> oh, wow. She's showing you the proper way to use a vibrator. But she had like a ramp. It was horrifying. <laughs> I'm sorry. The cat is now humping the coffee maker and I just find that unacceptable. <laughs> This is why we can't have nice things. Yeah. They freaking built another Burger King across the freaking street. <laughs> <laughs> well, put a shirt on. You won't have to worry about this. Over. Bob wears pants now. Screw this. I'm going home. Good night, everyone. The Bob worst ever. I was actually in, um, I just got a new computer, so my iPad or my iPod is, or my iPhone. Oh my god. My eye something. My eye yeah. something or other. Um, yes, too many. It's too many vowels. My iPad. Like, I don't know. My iPod. My iPod. Oh, honey, no. Like, what's I don't know. There's too many different, I don't know. iPod. Um, <laughs> on my iPod, I was listening to, um, like, the, like, the top hundred things I've ever listened to, you know, copied over, so that's all I had. And I listened to it today, and all of a sudden, the season two intro comes on in the car as I'm driving through downtown Salem, Massachusetts. <laughs> traffic was awesome. All right. So, do we know the name of the episode title? Too far gone. That's too far that. gone. Something yes. Like that. That well, that makes, makes sense because Rick says that. We're not too far. So, okay. Do you want to hear what happened? What so we have we have family dinner. Yeah. On Sundays, uh-huh. and so on Sunday, Calvin looked at me and he said, "Do you watch The Walking Dead?" And I said, "No." I have friends that watch The Walking Dead. They really like it. He said, I heard, am I allowed to spoil? 
Yes, if you, like... They killed everybody! They killed, like, four main characters! And I was like, I gotta call Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a show about a freaking zombie apocalypse. People are gonna die. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. this is the thing I'm saying. Now, my lovely wife, Danielle, we all know her. She always says, I do not like The Walking Dead. I do not want to watch The Walking Dead. It is disgusting. I do not like them, Sam I am. I do not like them, Sam I am. Now, when I say, now I've only said twice, this episode was so good, you have to see it. And the only time I've said that was the second season finale, when the farm fell, mm-hmm. and uh, this episode, uh, Too Far Gone, that just aired. Mm-hmm. And when... I, so basically, I, whenever an encampment falls... Yes, <laughs> yes, that's exactly what I do. And I actually showed her a bit the end of the, the first season finale, when they leave the He shows season. me bits and pieces, but, like, I look away so often, because I yeah. just... I can't, and when I, and I, I set her up, really I walked her through, and I'm the like... the sound effects are like, oh, here's, this, is, this is what I did. I sat her down, and she knows the character. She she knows bits and pieces. Because her her favorite line ever was the Rick line yes. from the end of season two, which was... Send me a postcard. When, when, <laughs> postcard. When, when Rick... I love this southern accent. It's awesome. When Rick takes control of the group at the end of season uh, two, when they see the prison, or when we see the prison in the background. Now, so I, I, I bring Daniel up. I'm like, as you remember in season one, we ended here. Season two, the, the, we ended here. Season three, that's when they bring everyone back from Woodbury. Season four, it starts with Harry Potter getting sick. and then The walk, thing with like, the name of the town, Woodbury, is really funny because... On Gilmore Girls, Taylor's always complaining about Hank from Woodbury. Yeah. So every time you say Woodbury, I'm just like, oh, Hank. Yeah, picture the governor with the iPads. <laughs> that's, that's who Taylor is complaining about. Now, so I walk her through it, and I'm like, and, and like, you know, now we had two governor episodes, which she knew because a friend of hers watches it. I'm like, and here's kind of what happened with the governor, blah, 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 blah. And, which I loved, by the way. And then it, she saw a couple of weeks ago when when Herschel rides away with uh, Michonne, and I'm like, and then the governor you know, kidnaps them, blah, blah, blah. And I started her off. Uh, the scene with them in the camper, Herschel and Michonne talking to the governor, and I skipped over um, Megan, I'm like, she gets even, blah, 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 and then I wa- had her watch straight from the arrival of the tank to the end of the episode. Now, this is my lovely wife, who does not like The Walking Dead, is not, can't do it, can't do it, you can't make me, you can't make me. She is jumping out of her chair, no, screaming at the characters. She's like, come on, Rick! Come on! And she's <laughs> fighting with the governor. <laughs> well, it's funny because um, my one of my coworkers, he always has me laughing hysterically, but, like, we joke around a lot, and he'll always be like, you know, oh, no, I, I don't do that. I'm a man. I'm a man. I don't I don't cry. I don't do this. I'm a man. So, like, I, I can picture his voice in my head, and I'm just like, Rick, be a man. Like, fight back. <laughs> and I'm like, well, Rick was shot. Him. The governor was shot, too, and he's got, like, one eye. Come on, Rick. Come on. Come on. And then I'm the talking dead when they're talking about how tough Rick is. Oh, please. Come on. Come on. But so just, Well, they were talking about, what's his name? Is it David Morris? David Morris. David Morris. David Morris. He's so tall. Like, you know, like, they were swinging at each other, like, doing their fights, and we were, like, feeling bad for Rick. You know, and, they, and then that other guy was like, well, it's not like Andrew Lincoln's a tiny man. Like, he can hold his own. I mean, but she's jumping mm-hmm. out of her chair when, when Herschel went down. She's jumping out of her chair. I had to look away. That was horrible. Well, they actually, I thought, did. They never shy away from showing blood and guts, and they try and outdo themselves. I thought they showed remarkable restraint with Herschel. You see him get cut, and then mm-hmm. you see him go down, and then he gets beheaded off camera. And then when you see him beheaded, when you see his head, when you see his body, it's blurred. Mm-hmm. I thought they mm-hmm. showed a lot of restraint. They didn't make it gratuitous, I felt, with Herschel. And 
the thing, I'm, I'm sure this is the same where Bob is too. Like people, like we've killed a lot of characters on the show. A lot of people have died. Many of them we probably hated. Like Andrew, you know what it was? Andrea wasn't as popular. Um, Lori certainly mm-hmm. wasn't as popular. In season one, we really didn't know the characters yet. I feel like Dale was very popular. For me, that was the episode that hooked me on the show when Dale died. So now I'm already hooked. But mm-hmm. the reaction to the death of Herschel, a character who was supposed to go two seasons ago, like people yeah. are like shuffling in the streets. They don't know how to react to this. Like, mm-hmm. well, it's kind of funny because I'm I'm not speaking as like someone who knows much about it, but just from listening to people who have talked about it, everyone's talking so much about Herschel. It's kind of like, oh yeah, the governor's dead too. Whatever. Yeah, no like cares. no one cares. No. <laughs> no one cares. <laughs> and it's like the entire Talking Dead was was everyone crying they, over Herschel. They, they were only talking about Herschel. Yeah. yeah. Well, think think about it. Like, you know, when we talk about the deaths in the Harry Potter books, like in the, the book of seven, you know, the, the death list, yeah. no one really counts Voldemort amongst that list. Yeah, yeah, but, but, true. But no, the, know. Is, the governor That's was true. a great character. Voldemort sucked in every incarnation. Like, no, the governor like, he, he was he like a, a better villain, right? The governor, I think the, the writing of the governor, you could not write, in these three episodes, he was written perfectly. I think his character was yeah. interesting. Yeah, it was I, psychotic. I th- yeah, like, I thought, like, the, the evolution of the character in, the, in these three episodes, I think, was perfect. It was so awesome to watch. I think it, it, they just they nailed the governor. They nailed Rick's character. Um, and like I even was saying to someone else, I'm like, well, you know what? He Herschel was an old man with a white beard. It was not going to go well for him the minute he grew that beard because you always kill the old man with the white beard because that's how the character comes into his own. Who has no leg? He, he's hopping. Over. They asked um, the actor, you know, what's the one thing you're going to miss? Hopping. Uh-huh. <laughs> Aww. And he even said, he even said too, he had this great line a few episodes ago about how you can't even take a drink of water without risking your life. You can't do anything without risking your life, but you can control what you risk your life for. He's like, when I read those lines, I thought to myself, this does not bode well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my, my employment, but I think that it's 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 interesting when you look at Rick's character because in the first season of the show, it's about him reconnecting with his family and finding the will to live. By the end of the second season, he was waffling on the issue of leadership. By the end of the second season, he is firmly and he is taking control of this group. It's going to be a dictatorship. You do what I say. The and dictatorship. The dictatorship. And the third season <laughs> is about. And the third season is about the governor, the difficulty of holding on. The, you know, the, him trying to deal with the death of his wife behind the walls. By the end of the season, his son is mini governor and oh you know, everything is falling apart. So by season four, he is a farmhand. He wants to raise pigs. He does not want to have to make any decisions. <laughs> if he has two pairs of underwear, he's going commando because he will not make up his mind on anything. He's not making decisions anymore. And now you see in every episode something get taken away from him. And now, the, the the moment I think in this episode was fantastic was when Herschel says to the governor, we hate you. You've killed our people. You you tried to rape me. my. This is Herschel. The, the governor tried to rape his daughter. Oh, he beat did. His, beat oh, it, didn't, rape, didn't rape his daughter, but, tried to, but, but sexually terrorized his daughter. Beat his, had his son-in-law beat him, to a, beat him to a pulp. Killed Andrea. You know, down the line, the governor's a horrible person. Um, you know, and, and, and Herschel says, we can all live together. And the governor says, I think truthfully, you're a good man, Herschel. You're a better man than Rick. And Herschel says, no, Rick would do this too. And now Rick hates this man. The governor hates Rick even more. And Rick says, we can, we can coexist. Just live in different cell blocks. And that's why I think Herschel is smiling because Rick has now kind of made it. Rick, Rick made the ultimate 
character growth, which was torn down moments later, but Rick did it. Mm-hmm. And I think that was just, that was so well, awesome. Well, I'm not sure it was torn down. I, mm-hmm. the, the governor was the one that rejected it when he was just like, liar. Right. <laughs> and, and then kills everyone. But yeah. now Rick has nothing to show for it. Rick has, they've lost their, he has no car, no gun. He, he, yeah, no you health. think they could have at least taken a car? He's got no health. He's got nothing. I mean, it's, I thought that. He's got Carl. Right, but I, I think it would be interesting. They could have killed Rick at that moment. Because mm. Rick was seconds away from dying. I think it would have been interesting for the show if they just killed Rick. Then they obviously have more room for the character to grow up. But that would have been a great point to end his character, too. Cause he's that might have been too much for people to handle, though. I think they'd still be Yeah, and you kind of, he's kind of like the don't main character. Don't you think? Yeah, don't you think? I mean, I'm not sure people would. Oh, no. Would, you, they, would they be as excited for the for the show to come back knowing, like, well, okay, oh, Herschel's like, gone, the governor's gone, but I, I got Rick. I still got Rick. Like, no, well, you're yeah, right you in. Um, Daryl, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Daryl right. takes right. out tanks. I know. Daryl was really <laughs> Can I ask a question? The scene where yeah, he but my the only thought, Here's the thing. My only thought was it was great that he took out the tank during the spell, but now... They can't use the tank. They yeah. could have tried to take the tank for themselves. Yeah, but mm-hmm. you're, you you have to when a tank is shooting at you, you don't sit and think to myself, "How can I use this tank as well?" Dude, he could go into the top, like well, it's locked you from know, the inside. yank out the guy. No, wait, wait, wait! It's locked from the inside no. because oh, oh yeah. that's it's a tank. because it's a tank. Yeah. Tanks don't have doors <laughs> on the outside. I'm thinking of like how you know, like in Star Wars, they overtake the the ATAT. Yeah, I don't think it would work that way. But, uh, Chewbacca just like manhandles that thing. And he, yeah. So, what did yeah. you think of the whole episode? Never mind. I think um, I'll say some of my criticisms of it first because I don't know. I feel like being slightly negative. Um, my first real frustration with the episode was kind of how they handled the explanation of Michonne and uh, Herschel being kidnapped. It just like felt like it's like, oh yeah, they're kidnapped. You should know that because it's important information. Um, so I thought that kind of, in my opinion, felt really kind of glossed over. I think it is, well, I mean, he's being told to them, like, in hindsight. Um, oh, so. That's interesting that you say that, because my friend that I work with that, most of the people I work with, like, love, love, love The Walking Dead. They all watch it. So that was actually mm-hmm. a criticism that he had, too, was that the show in general as a whole tends to move somewhat slowly in terms of, mm-hmm. like, he says, you know, things tend to be drawn out. They're not, they're not having all the ones. He's like, this episode, and he mentioned the kidnap. He's like, all of a sudden, the kidnap. Like, two seconds. Like, the one, the you know, and, and like he said, like, everything happened too quick. And you're but, right. I read a review of the show that said, how would you have liked an entire season of Friends based around two characters getting the flu? And like, you have a whole episode where Phoebe goes to the pharmacy. Right. And that's all she does. And the yeah. whole episode, she goes, like, that's yeah. Walking Dead is so slow paced. Um, I kind of like the, the pacing of the season. I thought it made sense that you could, I could see how it's jarring. Herschel climbs in the truck with Michonne and says, we're going to go for a drive. They drive off. You see Rick and Carl talking in the field. And then you pull, pull away from the field and you see the governor standing there. I think we're led to believe that, that, that Michonne and Herschel, you know, drive away, get captured. Mm-hmm. And the governor is now standing there having already captured them. Uh... And that's when the scene begins. So I, because essentially what happens is you see him standing there and then you I'm do sorry. like a flashback to like a year or whatever and you go, you go <laughs> ahead and you, but I thought it worked. I get what you're saying. It was very fast paced, but I don't know if mm-hmm. you necessarily needed to, because then you'd have an episode, okay, he kidnapped them. What's he going to do? It's like, well, you don't need to really think about that over the course of a week because we, we saw them drive out there. I think it would have been 
a little lamer if it was coming back from a from a, from a milk run, you know, we got pop darts and like if they get stopped, it's like they set up why they were out there and why the bodies were being burned and all of that fun stuff. All of that fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So Wait, else, how many? Okay, I'm trying to think. How many episodes has, has this first half been? Eight. Okay, I was just trying to think if like because here's my here's my viewpoint. Um, actually, I just want to make one thing. I was really happy with the episode was. Uh, I called them Carol's girls, mm-hmm. the little girls who shot those guys in the head. I was oh like, those God. are some nice. She was like an army reservist. I she? was um, pretty impressed with that that aim. <laughs> yeah, I know. Every, Unless, everything of course, was... she was aiming for like the heart. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was kind of like a nice nod to the whole. Car- like, we're not going to address Carol at the moment, but here, here's the two girls that she trained to kill people. <laughs> Carol left you a small Barbie militia. In a case Barbie militia. But, um, so that, that, that was awesome. Now I have a, a theory here. Now in the comics, this is the point where Judith dies, and we end the episode with finding her bloody car seat. No Judith. Well, well, Judith and Lori die at the exact same time. Right. And, and it, well, well, that's yeah. very that's very depressing. Well, no, it's more well, depressing because that would have been, that would have required. Lori okay, so I, oh yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. I'll, would anyone like me to explain very quickly the difference between yes. the comic and the other one? Yes. Or the television show. You like the comic and the other the one. That other thing. The other one. The um, other thing they Basically, the, the, in the comic book, um, there is no secondary camp. Um, it's just all Woodbury. Oh. Uh, so basically, if, if, if the television show had followed the comic, then this mid-season finale should have been the season three season finale, which I hold the opinion that it should have been the season three season finale. Oh. We shouldn't, I mean, the whole, the whole fun, you know, the flu thing was nice and all, but I think that they could have wrapped up Woodbury more instead of, you know, that dramatic death of, uh, of Andrea. Like, whoa, that was a great way to end the season. No, you should have ended the season this way. But in, anyway, in the comic book, the way Lori dies is, Andrew die is she actually is shot by Lily, mm-hmm. um, who actually is different than the Lily than the one they showed in the television show. Mm-hmm. But I'm guessing maybe it's the same character. I don't know. They like using the name Lily for a lot of different characters, and it's always a very different variation of a character in each Walking Dead universe, whether it be the comic universe, the television universe, or the game universe. So, yeah, no, so, uh, basically, Lily shoots, um, Lori, which kills Lori and Judith, and then Lily ends up shooting the gov, pushing the governor into a bunch of zombies, and the zombies end up eating him to death because she's like, "How dare you make me kill a little kid?" I mean, like, That's awesome. so yeah, the death, the death in the comic is way more satisfying. Um, I was kind of hoping for it, but then, but Lily killing the governor was actually appropriate. Well, so. did you think it? But did you watch the Talking Dead? I didn't get a chance to. Well, it's um, funny that you said that about the. Um, about the death, the death being more satisfying in the comic book because they have on the writer of the comic books and he actually said like he when he wrote that in the comics he felt that it was purposefully unsatisfying because it was a newbie that killed the governor and there was such like a long list of people waiting to kill the guy like Rick and Michonne and all these people and right that's and he's true. like oh I had a newbie do it and he's like I guess I wanted to do it different on the show which he kind of like. They had, but it's two, still they had two killed. people do it. <laughs> they had two people kill him. <laughs> yeah. So. That's true. Michonne got her, uh, cause actually in, in the, in the comic book, it's Michonne who's raped by the governor. Uh, See, the governor in, in the comic book is far more like 
the Joker, if you will, evil. Like, mm. he isn't like, you know, you don't, there's not as much, um, you can't relate to him as well because he's just a psychopath. Yeah. Who basically just like feeds people to zombies and he's just, he's you know, just very comic book villain. But so I, I love, the, that's the other thing I want to mention. I love the variations, the differences, and I love the governor. Like, there's a part of me that wanted them to, you know, live together, even though I knew full well that was never going to happen. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, that's the other, it's just, I really enjoyed, um, the evolution of the governor and it was kind of cool to see him still kind of come back around, mm-hmm. still being the comic book villain that he ends up needing to be. I've, um, I started reading the comic. I didn't get too far yet, but I've read mm-hmm. a bit. What do they, uh, in the comics, I'm just, I'm just curious. Do they explain Michonne's <laughs> like the, the walkers so, that she keeps with her that she carries yeah if i remember correctly and it's been a long time and i mean a long time since i've read them my understanding is that they are her brothers really well yes. she sacrifices them in the series long time ago they were talking about it at work and they said oh those were her like deterrents she used them to protect herself from walkers because they would mistake her for a walker mm-hmm. right but then like right. i was like well who are they like <laughs> If I remember correctly, and in the chat room, if someone wants to wiki it uh, and check a wiki or something, I want to say that they're her brothers. But once again, it's been a really long time since I read it. So, so. but yes, overall, I would say the season finale was extremely satisfying. Um, I'm really looking forward to see if they continue to follow the comic books moving forward. Mm. Um, they must have to walk a fine line because they oh, don't, let me, let me ask they don't want to like people who have read the comics to know exactly what's going to happen. Well, and... they break it up a good deal. Like Lori lived longer. I think uh, Gail lived longer. Uh, Herschel lives longer. Lori lived longer in the comic. Um, Herschel lived longer. Lori lives shorter in the comic. Oh, really? Oh, because the battle yeah, is earlier. Well, technically, if, that was, if, if you were to follow it, Lori should have died in the last episode. I mean, well, the other thing, too, is I was actually thinking about what you were saying. How would it have felt if replaced this Woodbury battle with the one that we had last season? The one last season I thought was more of a dramatic battle. The governor just rolled in with overall means, you know, firepower and found nothing. Um, yeah. Which made me always wonder how they fixed the fences. Oops. He drove over the fences. Why are we oopsing? Because I wrote something in the chat instead of to you. Oh, whoops. Oh. Um, Itai would like to come on and say hi. In a little bit, when we get ready to end this, if that's okay with Absolutely. everybody, we will we will we will mazel top with these guys. That's not the correct phrase. I I know like three no, expressions. And, that's yeah, not that, the right that, phrase. That <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's, it's funny because uh, I guess like a little while ago there was an article in the I think in the Globe or Boston.com or something about The Walking Dead, and and I guess whoever wrote it said like these are the major plot points of the comic and this and that, and like. One of my friends at work was like pissed about it because he's like, man, now they know everything that's going to happen. I'm like, you don't know that. I'm like, they're probably mm-hmm. changing things as they go along. They've, they've added characters, right? That are not right. in Daryl. the comic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there Daryl, are, Daryl. yeah, I mean, there's. Well, it's like there, there are comic book characters that are in the television. Like Daryl is not a comic book character. Right. And in fact, a lot of people are like, add him to the comics. And, and, uh, oh, and Kirkman's like, no. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> it wasn't the thing. Yeah. Um, someone asked a question of Kirkman. There was a character. Was it in the comics? Abraham, Abram, something. In mm-hmm. the um, the soldiers he comes later. Yeah, the soldiers. And he was asked the soldiers who had the um, like the rape, rapist, uh, murder signs hung on their corpses. Mm-hmm. That was part of his story. Are they going to reappear on the series? He said no. That was only that that part's done. 
So that that was only for the governor's storyline, and that is obviously ended. Um, I'm trying to think of what, how it would have felt if the governor showed up at the end of season three with a tank, and this is how it went down then. And I I, mm-hmm. I get that like people complain about you know we were at the farm too long, you know we we had the flu for too long, the show was going too slow, That's too slow. That's kind of realistic though. But the thing about the show is, I mean, you have <laughs> the show has plenty of action, and it you have to have quiet time between the big you know blasts and the big and the big moments and i just have to feel like Set pieces yeah yeah and and I, yeah, I get why people say that but i i really feel like you need that downtime i'm trying to think i mean the important things you got this season was we got the the whole thing with rick and how he gave up everything and slowly had to take back the leadership that he didn't want i like that we got that stretched out i like that we saw carl become a good kid again and not the mini governor again i like that we got this almost with herschel and i wonder would we have lost all that if we just moved the battle forward six months true that's a good point so that that's just i don't know the answer maybe it would have i i don't know i mean i also like carl's hat it's Rick's hat. That's, uh, Pretty that was awesome. Rick's, uh, shark hat. Yeah. Gave to Carl. Oh, okay. Carl's a good shark, too. Mm-hmm. And I felt very bad for him. Yeah, he's a really good, that was pretty funny. It's like, <laughs> father-son bonding time, shooting M16s at zombies. <laughs> well, it's funny, too, because when, um, when Carl's with, with Daryl and he's like, I could take the governor. We're 50 feet away. I'm a good shot. I'm like, you've come a long way from get the fuck back on the house, Carl. I mean, like, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, the characters, the characters definitely moved a long way. So I'm really, now let me ask Bob this. Um, in, oh, Sue, I think we can hear you typing. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, it's okay. I just hear you typing and laughing and typing Jeez, and laughing. I'm and typing sniffling more than just typing. Um, so I want to know what the fun's about. Um, the uh, <laughs> preview of season, uh, what's season now? Season 4.5. I guess they had a really hard time showing a clip of the next episode mm. that didn't spoil anything. And the clip begins with two walkers like at the door of a house. And Carl calls to them. Like, come here, come here, follow me, follow me. And he's backing up down the street. Follow me, follow me, look at me, look at me. And he, you keep thinking Carl's going to trip. And he just keeps walking yeah, backwards. Like and these two walkers are chasing him, chasing him, chasing him. And then he's like, over here, over here. And you see him go off the road. He's in, like, a residential neighborhood. Like, off the road. And you don't see where he's going because that's the moment that the um, scene ends. And Kirkman said... Robert Kirkman said that scene is um, would be very clear to anyone who read the comics mm. where we're going next. Does that scene make any sense to you, Bob? I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen the scene. But so you, I'd probably would have, I'd have to look at it and see. Does that ring a bell? Like where they go after they leave the prison? Like anything that would involve Carl trying to like lead walkers to like an undisclosed location in a small residential neighborhood? Um, like, no. Yeah, I'd have to probably get back to you on that. Okay. Well, I, sh- I probably should have given you that one before we started. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I was like, uh... Well, like, Bob, off the top of your head. Off the top of your head. Where is Carl walking to and why is he going so slowly? And was he supposed to trip? And, and, it's funny, like, in the comics, I love, like, um, the sound effects of the zombies. and just like, <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh, and they had that... Just, yeah. But I was just gonna. Well, I was just gonna ask. Have you been seeing the commercials for the Walking Dead game? Uh, the one, the the tale. Uh, uh, it's coming back in December, the second season. I'm so stoked. <laughs> that is like the best. I, I really, I'm, I really want you to. I would love to see you play that game, Ryan. Hold on. So it's you the, the Walking Dead video game? Huh? It's. A, did you say it's the second season? Well, mm-hmm. the second season starts. Uh. 
let's see, um, in late December. Basically, what they do is each they basically break the game down into five parts, mm-hmm. and then they release it episodically. Okay. So there's, there's quote unquote five episodes to the quote unquote season, but the season is like actually a full game. So you have the first, they have like the Walking Dead, the first one, and then the second season is coming out later. It hands down one of the best uh, stories I've ever played in the game because it's more of a I think we talked about it a lot on the show, but <sighs> so good. Aw, Bob is now. I don't get it. No, you, you you're breaking you, up. You, you've, you've been breaking up pretty bad tonight. Oh, sorry. That's okay. We got we we got. Yeah. So, Am I back? Right. Or, yeah, you're okay. Oh, yeah. yeah. Right. Ryan, the, okay. the thing I was listen laughing at was I told Itai that we would call him in a few minutes because we had to finish the Walking Dead conversation. And he thought we were having a seance. Oh, yeah. We and then he was like, oh, wait, the show. All right. Let's. So I was laughing. What, at the time. That's 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 very fun. That's very fine. So we're going to add Itai in. We're going to say hi to Itai. Danielle's kind of sick tonight. Danielle's crashing mm-hmm. and burning. And we got a late start tonight. Yeah. Well, Ryan. Can I ask a real quick question? Yeah. I mean, take Zyrtec. I do. a damn thing. So not to totally derail the conversation real fast, but I have a question. It's still television related. Yes. Did you see the finale, the season, or the, the season finale of Revolution? I haven't. I have to watch it. I'm like five episodes behind. I'm still. Oh, episodes. he's like, what? Ah! Is it good? Is it good? Watch it. Okay. Dang it! You're like the only person I know that will watch it with no, me. I will, I, will, I, will, I will catch up this weekend. I'll start, I have to. Talk okay. To thank you. I, I will catch up. I was like, I need someone to well, talk yeah, about it. All my coworkers at work, we always do Walking Dead talk, and I'm like, if I don't watch the, the finale, they're going to spoil me. I have to stay up late and watch it. Then I realize they all quit and went to work at another agency. So I get there, I got no one to talk to about. It. I'm like, Bob. <laughs> Yeah, I saw your face. So nice. I okay, knew I was like, oh, Brian. Well, I hadn't seen the episode before. Oh, that, so I had to watch sure? the last couple like, of yes. Yeah, I just, just I watch. Right. Watch it. All right, so we're calling. We're um, adding calling Itai. Itai. We're calling Itai. I, I told him you were calling, so he should be ready for us. All right, let's have some miles of talking. Hi, Brian. Hi, Itai. <laughs> Hello. Hello. How are we doing? Hey, Itai. Hi. I only see three of you. Uh, Danielle's uh, here. Yeah, Danielle's not yeah, really here. Right. Bob's here, and, and I'm here. How are we doing? Hi, everybody. We're doing, um, well, we're still breathing, and we're still in Oakland. <laughs> well, well the, the, those, the, the first one is good. The second one, not so good, I'm assuming, but, you know. The, the, well, the, the second one is, um, <laughs> I, I I don't know if it's good or not good. It just is at this point. Yes. Well, if, you, so, if, you, if you're going to be in Oakland, you might as well be breathing while you're there. Well, it, it, well, yeah. if you've ever <laughs> been if, you, if you've ever been to Oakland, you know that breathing in Oakland uh, in the same sentence is an achievement. That, that, <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, it's not as bad as L.A. Well, it, it, it depends. If you've been following me on Facebook, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. He's having, having a rough time of it in Oakland. Uh, yeah, but you know, like I said, we're still breathing, so it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Yeah. Yeah. How is everybody? Uh, we are good. We are mourning. We are not. We heard um, your, your concern about our seance. Um, we've been watching. We've been watching the walk. <laughs> well, she dead. said Walking Dead. So like, what, what? Walking what? Where? <laughs> yeah, and then I realized she's talking about a show. It's a very good show. We are mourning the loss of uh, of uh, the Dumbledore of the Walking Dead. Aww. Okay. Aww. <laughs> the wise old man. So does that mean that I that that's something else that I have to put on my list? You real well. 
Yes. No, I was going to say this earlier tonight. The thing about The Walking Dead is I have a friend who I was trying to get to read the Harry Potter novels, and she's mm-hmm. like, I can't do it. I can't read something about magic. Magic doesn't exist. I can't do it. It's not real. It, it bothers me. I can't I can't get into it. And well, thinking, Joe Rowling said magic doesn't exist. That's like right. having no imagination. Well, that's that, sad. Well, that's what I said to her, but she's Canadian, so it's okay. That's just but sad. That's <laughs> <place everywhere. laughs> she is. She's a, she's a dual citizen. I will give her that. Mm. Now, the, now, the other thing is, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about this. I'm like, okay, this is the thing I said earlier tonight. We love Harry Potter because it t- teaches us about loyalty and friendship and, and the importance of making good decisions. And when you're broken down to almost nothing, all that matters is who you are and the people you surround yourself with and, and who you mean to be in life. That's why we love Harry Potter. And that's why, because we all honor those things, I think we're all compatible people in love. We're all friends. My thing is, The Walking Dead, I think, has great characters, very three-dimensional, very layered, very thought out, and they're put into a situation like Harry and the trio and everyone else where they have to decide how they're going to live and what they're going to stand for and how they're going to treat people and, and, what, and what they're going to do. I feel like, you know, Star Trek and, and, and Harry Potter and all the other fan Doctor Who, you know, um, and, 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 um, Doctor Who, you know, we're, we're not going to be cruel and we're, and we're not going to, you know, and, and, and how are we going to, are we going to help people? What are we going to do? What are we going to stand for? These are messages. And my thing is Harry Potter, the window dressing is magic and the walking dead, the window dressing is zombies. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And but it's the same type of story underneath. It's not like a mindless, like I've watched, like I love politics. I've watched TV shows where, horrible, horrible, horrible people you know, doing politics. Right. And why would I want to watch that? I hate everyone in the show. You're not good people. You don't stand for anything. It's boring the heck out of me. So I feel like it's like with people like, you know, like Danielle who has trouble with the, with the zombies, it's a great show if you can accept the window dressing. If you can yeah. get past the zombie. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. yeah, some people see magic as silly and they don't want to read it, but if you put how many people would love Harry Potter if they gave the chance, but they love The Walking Dead because they think it's cool? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So right. I was thinking that, and that's I think why I love the show so much. And it's it's not mindless. The, the characters I think are fantastic. Some of the best written characters on TV. That's saying something. Yeah. yeah. Some of the now, best were this... written characters that are zombies. It's very scary. <laughs> <laughs> is it streaming on Netflix? Is the question. I believe it is. Uh, I believe the first, it's in the it's at the uh, midpoint of the fourth season. I'm pretty sure the first three seasons are on there. Okay, well, yeah, first season, six episodes, uh, second season, I think is like, uh, 16, and then I think they did another 20 or 16 or whatever for the third season. So that we're about around 40 episodes so far. No, it's a, it's a really, it's one of those shows that every episode, your favorite character could die, you just don't know. Huh. Okay. Well, I'll give it a shot. You, sh- you should. Don't, now, when, when you watch it though, keep the lights on. Uh, yeah. Okay. Fair. You might need like three or four mazel tops to get through it. Oh. Okay. Well, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to do it. All right. We'll find Good. a way to do well, it. Well, it, yeah. it needs, it needs viewers desperately. We only have like 15 million viewers an episode and it's the number one. Oh, yeah. I think you're fine. Basically. Uh, what you're telling me is it's about to get canceled. If it, I don't, it could be canceled today. They okay. actually said, like, in the most anticlimactic announcement in world history, The Walking Dead has been renewed for season five. Yeah. <laughs> now they're making toys. They're making everything. Oh, that, yeah, wow. you can get a Carl action figure. Yeah. Yeah. Would uh-huh. anyone in the world buy a Lori action figure? A what? I can't remember the character Lori. 
So now we know what to send Ryan for Christmas. Yeah. Uh-huh. 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 That would be amazing. Jail's RV. I love the RV. Okay. Oh, the RV. Okay, I not do that. I want, oh, this You know, it's only a matter of time before they become Hallmark Christmas ornaments. But here's the question. If I got a Shane action figure. Wouldn't that be funny? If you got a Shane action figure, would you want him with the hair or without the hair? Wait, what? If it, if Zombies Shane, have hair? Shane action figure. Would you want him with or without the hair? Zombies have hair? Well, with. He, he's, he's not, I never said he was a zombie. Well, Danielle got me the best Christmas card. <laughs> yes, I did. Best Christmas card. As you remember, Andrew Lincoln, who plays Rick, was on, um, was in Love Actually. And he played um, the, uh, the guy who was in love with his best friend's new wife, Kira Knightley. And he goes to their door at night. She answers the door. The husband's in the next room. And he plays Christmas music, pretending he's carolers. And he has this whole love letter written on cue cards. And he's showing her the cue cards. And one of them says to me, You are perfect. You are perfect. She got me. And that's like the climactic moment. Yeah. She got me Rick Grimes in the sheriff uniform, all dirty, with a sign, To me, you are perfect, written in blood. (laughs) <laughs> no, come on. It was like no, the that's not a turn on. I don't know what is, right? And it took you a minute because yeah. you were like, wait, this is oddly familiar. And I'm like, seriously, don't get it. Like, I saw it right away and I'm like, I must get that. It took me a second. <laughs> it took me a second to get that. No, yeah. if that's not a turn on, I don't know what is. I <laughs> yes, this has been a great week. We got two stellar episodes of two completely different shows, but mm-hmm. they're actually not that different now that I think about it. Now, do you, I had an adventure coming back from watching the 50th episode at my brother's the other night. What happened? Did I, did I tell you? So there is less than a mile between my house and my brother's house. Uh-huh. It was about 10 o'clock at night. So I backed out of his driveway and I went to the street. I mean, his house borders the street that I live on, but his driveway doesn't. So I had to back out onto 4th Street or whatever it is and drive to my street. And I made my turn and I started up the hill. And I'm going up the hill, and then I notice that there's a car behind me. So I look down at my speedometer, and I'm going 20. So I thought, well, I better speed up because it's 25. Hmm. And next thing I know, police car lights flashing all over me. Holy cow. I'm like, I'm not speeding. I'm going below the speed limit. What is going on? And there's nowhere to pull over. I mean, it's all grass and bushes. So I put on my blinker like I'm going to pull over and I'm looking for a place and I'm looking for a place and I pull into this little grassy spot and I sit there and I wait and I sit there and I wait and my wallet's behind my seat. So I'm like, I can't get to my wallet without getting out of the car and I don't want to spook this guy. So he finally comes up and he says, your license plate's too dirty. I can't read it. Oh, geez. So I couldn't run it. And I don't think you turned your blinker on when you made the turn onto this street. That's not illegal. So And he has nothing better to do than, oh, God. So he scared the snot out of me because literally there were five blue lights and five red lights flashing at me on this car. I mean, there were ten lights, all of them, plus the spotlight. I'm just like, holy cow. You're lucky you didn't have a seizure. For not turning on your signal. Which I, for not turning on my signal and which is why he was following me and then he couldn't read my license plate, which is why he pulled me over because he needed to be close enough to read my license plate to make sure I hadn't stolen my truck. (laughs) Um, yeah, okay. Uh So then that was it. That was it. Then he sent me on my merry way. Did you talk to him about the 50th anniversary episode of Doctor Who? No, I didn't. I just said, thank you very much, sir. I will leave now. Uh, I'm going. Yeah, yeah. I 
having two police officers in my family, I know to be very respectful of them, whether I agree with them pulling me over or not. Right, right. So, no, you don't screw with that, right? Well, I, I was polite. Well, we're, thank we are probably going to be ending the podcast now because I know Danielle yep. is not feeling well. Danielle is dying. I know. What? Um, well, not dying, dying. I mean, dying energy wise, dying. <laughs> I heard Jenner's dying. Like, do you or, have something I know? Some, we had an inc- we had an unfortunate incident today in the in the in the Facebook chat with the, with the podcast staff. I'm very confused. They changed Facebook like again, and now there's giant thumb up buttons. So I know like, <laughs> Jen posted. So like Jen posted. Light? I think I'm having a, a brain aneurysm, and I gave the world's biggest thumb up. If you if you do Facebook. UK English version. Yeah. They don't have all those weird changes that oh, really? seem to come up on the American. Yeah. I, I've, I've had it, I've had it on UK for several months now and, and, you know, Lisa keeps complaining about, you know, they change this and they change that and I don't see them on the UK version. So if you want a vaguely normal Facebook experience, change it to UK English. <laughs> Until they change it back. Cool. I'm actually yeah. changing mine right now. Hold on, UK. I can do I can do pirate English. I don't want that guy. Yeah, no, you yeah. can. can also do upside down English. Don't do that either. Not do that. <laughs> now, uh, you want me to do that as well? Now, of course, I was going to Facebook the screenshot of me thumbing up Jen's brain aneurysm. <laughs> Knowing my luck, Jen would then have a brain aneurysm, and I would look callous. Mm. Yes, uh, let's not do yeah. that. Just a little bit. Not, not so good, no. Yeah. So, Bob, I hope we can podcast with you again soon. It's been fun. I needed my dog. Agreed. We'll have to Walking Dead fix, and I got it. So. Yeah. yeah. We need to uh, do a couple of different things. We need to. Uh, we need, we need to, work to finish on the oars. Yeah. <laughs> so I was looking for that. It was nice to say hi briefly. Yeah. Well, you can get us out of here, Etai, because uh, you can play the part of Jen. Now, the funny thing is, usually when we end the podcast, we all introduce ourselves. We never actually started the podcast tonight. No, so we did t- not. So if a tree falls in the forest and there's no one to hear it, doesn't make a noise, do you end the podcast that technically never started? You could just edit in an intro. We could do the, we could we do the could. intro right now. Possible. Bob, you want to start the show? Sure, let's start the show. <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome to... Po- Sue, you ruined it. She <laughs> ruined it. can't stop laughing all night, wall to wall. Sue, do not laugh. Gee, Sue. I can't believe you. <laughs> I can't stop now. Okay, I'll be good. Really? Mm-mm. Uh-huh. All right. And welcome back to Point of View Weekly, the morning yet not really a morning show, a part of the Potterfic Weekly family of podcasts. I am one of your hosts, Bob. I'm Ryan. I'm Sue. I'm Danielle. And I'm Eitai filling in for Jen. Yay! Yay! Hey. I feel like we should have done this at the beginning. Maybe this won't be at the beginning. Now we have to end the show. Now we have to end the show. <laughs> the show. Bob, get us out of here. All right. So from all of us here at the Potterfic Weekly Studios inside Ryan's head, I have been Bob. I've been Ryan. I've been Sue. I'm very sleepy, Danielle. And I've been Eitai filling in for Jen. <laughs> it's like, I, I, I can't so you. introduction. I'm, I'm excited. This is awesome. All right. So, I can't wait to hear what we're going to do next time. I so, yes. I'll inform you guys what to do. It's, right. it's not that much different. All right. So with that, have a great night, everybody. We will hopefully see you back next week. Thanks for bearing with our audio issues tonight. <laughs> Bye-bye. Yes. Bye. Bye. So, are we doing that show or are we, we yeah, closing? I'm, I'm turning okay. it off. I think we're, we're dropping yeah, over here. We're done. Okay. okay. So what episode number is this? Episode 45? 
Right. Sounds on. good. I guess they're only letting us keep um, episodes on the um, news stream for like 30 days now, but I will keep going. Okay. So, oh yeah, I just everyone in the chat is like, Daniel's dying, Daniel's dying, Daniel's dying. <laughs>